Real Money today, Carolyn Wright takes a look at the, econo- the econo- economics of digital art. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. As you just heard, the team has gone out and about taking a look at the Digital Art Fair, which is on until October 23rd at the K11 Art and Cultural Centre at the K11 Museum. I'm joined by Gillian Howard, co-founder of the Digital Art Fair, to find out more about investment in the sector. Thank you for joining me, Gillian. Thank you for having me. Now, first off, I want to ask you a very general question. What actually counts as digital art? Oh, wow. That question is good. Um, digital art is actually covered quite a lot of different things, including installation, uh, anything, actually anything related to technology. You're talking about video art, uh, anything with lights, because like you're using other sort of algorithm, uh, digital art as NFTs, like, of course, you guys have heard about. And also a lot of like Photoshop photography, you know what I mean? Like anything that is like after effect, anything with like a 3D and AR, they're all under the digital art umbrella. Okay, so there's all sorts of things in fact. But how big is the market for these kind of works of digital art now? Oh wow, that's a very good question as well. Um, you know what, like in 2021, we saw a massive uh, um, boom of the digital art market. And uh, until this year, we see that like we probably encounter about 10% of the whole contemporary art market. So uh, it's still it's quite prominent considering how long the art history has been um, for the, I don't know, hundreds of years, right? So well, yeah, we, it's, it's growing really, really fast. 10% of the whole contemporary art market. Absolutely, you're right. You know, traditional art has been around for thousands of years and, and digital art barely, you know, exactly. decades, basically. Yes. So are you expecting it to grow in future, do you think? Or do you think that sort of 10% is where it might stick? Or, yeah, where's it uh, Absolutely, going? absolutely. So, like, some of the artists that, like, we feature at the fair, that, you know, we when we first started, they were just, you know, just coming out as, like, emerging artists. And today, like, it, one of the artists, for example, that was featured at the fair, is named Dimitri, and he has one of the work called Wingner. It's an AI artwork. And it was sold for $6 million US dollar in a software auction last couple months before. And then there is also Tyler Hobbs is making like headlines and there are young artists are selling work that is like, over 50 Ethereum that's equivalent to half a million Hong Kong dollars as a, as a new artist. So I think the, I mean for for the new artists it's a really really good price but also for the art market it's seeing a very strong adaption of how digital art is, is moving and trending in the, in the collector's world. And it's really being taken very seriously when people are willing yeah. to spend such Absolutely. a large amount of money. So what should people know about getting involved in digital art and how that kind of compares to buying a traditional piece of art? Well, I mean, there is really no difference in buying a traditional art and compared to digital art. For example, like you got to understand the market first. Right? Like you don't go buy a house without researching about the area, and uh, and also like the artist uh, is he gonna be is he, is there real really going into it art like a real artist that like has been supported by different areas, for example galleries, are they supported by the community, uh, and also of course uh, I, I, the aesthetic you got to like it and you, you believe in it, and uh, I I think there's no much di- no much difference between buying digital art and, and international art. Absolutely, I, I think it's very very similar. And what about the difference, say, between buying a piece of art just because you love what it looks like compared to buying a piece of art because you think it might appreciate in value? It, it, it is a different point of view because if you do want to buy for investment, you really need to look at the track record and you got support in the uh, in the industry. Uh, of course, like, you know, like, this, this stuff, uh, uh, the, the reputation of the artist matters. 
and and the and the auction houses and galleries are experts in identifying them. Are they going to be a prominent artist in the future, and why is that? So if you do want to look at investment, definitely do look at the provenance, either the auction house, museum, galleries. I, I think that's very very important. And where else can people go to experience digital art? Obviously, the digital art fair is is a key event here. Yeah. But what sort of places elsewhere can they see it? Um, I'm, naturally, there are quite a few museums now actually acquire quite a few pieces of digital art, including MoMA, Letmar. Uh, uh, there are a few places, the new museum coming up called X Museum. Uh, there is actually digital art is not that new to be honest. So they are already existed in different museums. And for galleries, why there were quite a few of them, including London, Hong Kong is also quite prominent as well. Tycoon actually has quite a few really amazing shows. Uh, featuring digital art as well. Fantastic. Well, it's been wonderful to speak to you. I hope you have a great event. That's Julian Howard, co-founder of the Digital Art Fair. Thank you.